Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being with me in this episode of the coma. Big ups to the great Saint Thank Tank, the mighty entire who that nation. Big ups to you. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate you guys being in this stream. Much love to the fam. This one here, man, Saints team update. We're going to be reacting to the Mickey Loomis presser, if you want to call it that. We'll react to that tonight. We'll also give some updates on some stuff that the Saints got going on in their uh, uh, search for a potential uh, offensive coordinator after they can. Pete Carmichael uh, will cover that in the stream. So big ups to the fam. Please do me a service and hit upon the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And by all means, feel free to share the show on your social media feed. We up in this thing. Big ups to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all for being in the stream. Pelicans Nola, big ups to you. All right, as well. Yes, right, Mickey Dumas. <laughs> that was something. That was pretty good. Somebody said that on last night's show, man. That was pretty funny. All right, T-Mama, shout out to you, baby. Much love to my queens out there. Appreciate y'all kindly for being here. Brother Josh in this building, shout out to you, Dana, as well. Appreciate you, Trav 504s in this thing. <laughs> Young cities in this thing. Big ups to everybody. I see you, Tuck Graf. Shout out to your fam. Appreciate you. Much love to all my queens, man. What's up, Barbara? Is in this thing as well. And the Kings, can't leave out the Kings. Brother Baraka is in this thing. Demetrius, how you doing, sir? Appreciate you for being here as well. Big ups to everybody. What's up, Chantel? Who that to you? Good to see you in the building. Big ups to you. Can you to you? Much love. Appreciate your fam. Everybody, man. All right, Black and Old Gold. Shout out to your fam. Says Big Q. Mickey Loomis must be smoking on them buddy roamers because there's no way Dennis is a good coach. Fam, listen, bro. We're going to go into it, man. I listen. I seen much of it early on today. I was not impressed. I popped in. Shout out to the family members that I did see on the uh, live version of it. I did see quite a few family members. I had just a few minutes to pop in 
uh, and kind of just greet the family members, man, and see what's popping with y'all, see how y'all doing uh, in there as well. Usually I don't really pop in on those things, man. I just wait till after the fact so I can watch the whole damn thing or just react to it live. But anytime, and I've been saying this for a while, fam, I've been really kind of covering the Mickey Loomis thing. I've been really going at Mickey Loomis uh, and really exposing like this year, I really exposed the hell out of Mickey Loomis this year because a lot of what he was doing just don't, it doesn't make sense. And this was a very bizarre, a extremely bizarre press conference from Mickey Loomis. A lot of what you've seen from Mickey Loomis today uh, was totally out of the norm for him. Something is wrong with Mickey Loomis and I'm real. I'm keeping it real. Something's wrong here. Something's very wrong here. Like that wasn't the guy that I seen up there acting like that. He was totally out of character. And I, I don't mean that in a good way. I'm serious. I, that was what I seen from Mickey Loomis. Something real wrong is happening here. I mean that, you know, the, the, that's why I had the thumbnail up here with the, the juicy fruit, you know what I'm saying with that in the, in the, the psychedelic background, you put it together. <laughs> you got the psychedelic background and the juicy fruit sticking on there right there. As you can see, man, listen, man, it was very bizarre. This was very bizarre. Anyway, we're going to talk about it, man. We're going to cover it, man. So y'all get ready. We're going to be here for the next couple hours, man. We also have the Pelican post game report live scoreboard going on out of Pelican channel. And then later on after the game, uh, DC and Lex and ourselves will recap the Pelicans matchup as they're currently taking on the Hornets right now and are beating them 27 to 22 with 442 in the first quarter. So we got a lot of going on, a lot of shaking and baking happening right now. So shout out to the fan. Appreciate you. PM says it's a new day in New Orleans. Yes, indeed, man. St. John, how you doing, sir? Appreciate you being here as well. Big ups to everybody. What's up, Lord, baby? Shout out to you. Good to see you in this thing. DGX, how you doing, sir? Say, what up, Q? Just joined the Patreon Saints fan, born and raised in Nola, but living in St. Louis. Shout out to you, bro. And thank you for your support on that Patreon, man. Much love and thank you very kindly for that. Appreciate you, bro. This one's for you, man. Thank you. I want to say thank you. Thank you very much. Picking me up and me back to this world. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Pete, shout out to you. Good to see you, brother. Tragic is in this thing. Thomas, how you doing, sir? Appreciate you as well. Good to see all my peoples, man. Willie. Molly Mall, good to see y'all in there. Yeah, Mickey chewing that gum was very. I know, and people, man, I seen the comment section, bro, and people were literally lighting him up in there. And I know those those moderators over there that at, 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 were monitoring that chat, and they had a few bots in there, and it was very obvious they had bots in there that was trying to spill that garbage, man. But they so the bots so stupid, they tried so hard, they look so unnatural, and people just pinpoint them and spot them out that they're obvious bots. You know, and I'm just grateful to, for the great Saint Thank Tank because we don't we wouldn't we don't play that dumb shit here. All right, J Rock, shout out to you, appreciate you as well. Cause this, like I said, this great Saint Thank Tank is for intelligent Saints family members. And I'm not trying to exclude people, only the ones that don't like to use their brain. And I'm not being mean. I'm not trying to disparage anybody, but that's why it's called the Great Saint Thank Tank, because people have really have a good thought process here and it can critical critically look at stuff you're supposed to critically analyze things and i'm not talking to the great saint think tank but that's the common logic here you're supposed to be able to analyze logically what you're looking at and not just swallow down everything that the team gives you 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 are a chump and a moron and a simpleton if you do that because you're not supposed to do that with anything in life you know so you know don't let it stop with the with, with, with football or basketball you know what i mean but yeah, this was awful, man. 
I was told I was this was snake bite. Shout out to you. I was really, really uh, just just strolled back by that whole bizarre interview. We'll go into it, man, because I didn't watch the whole thing. Only sections of it. People were sending me clips. DC was sending me clips laughing. Oh, man, the crazy comparisons this man made. Oh, my God, fam. And like I said, I've been picking them apart this season, the first year under Dennis Allen. I let, I let them make it. And then the second year after it, I seen, I, I, I found, I, I just uncovered his management, his management style. I, I just picked it apart and I just, just, hit, and then week after week, he would say little things and sometimes it'll pass me. I would take it, dissect it and said, did you hear what he says? Then I, you know, you know, I do the, the, the Mickey that just adds a whole nother veneer to it when I could be able to do the Mickey and then say all the stupid stuff that he was saying during the season. Like you're not qualified to judge the team of your, uh, the judges, uh, coaches, the NFL coaches, you're lazy and unsophisticated. When you write articles uh, talking about what's going on inside the team, it's just stupid. When uh, he talked about people saying that there's a split, something going on with your tune, whoever said that's stupid. Or the other one, he, my, one of my favorites is when the guy asked him about whether he take a quarterback in the draft uh, with two weeks left to go in the season at the time when he asked him that, Mickey told the man, well, yeah, this is, I'm, you're asking me a question and we're in the middle of the season. I'm not going to do that. He bust that Urkel, that, that Myrtle, uh, that's, that wasn't Urkel, that was Myrtle. You know, if y'all remember Myrtle, Urkel. You know, that was him in the dress. People was kind of pissed off about that, but that was him dressed up Myrtle, you know? So that's when he bust that Myrtle. He was like, I'm not going to do that. And then, you know, that when people were like, what? But it's all bizarre, man. It's very bizarre. But anyway, let's get into it, man. Let's not waste another minute. Shout out to all you guys. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And by all means, feel free to share the show on your social media feed. Brother Marvin says, Q, this was the worst interview of all times. Loomis is, bro, the fam, listen, is I've been telling people this last year and especially this season. When I was telling people the problem with the Saints is not Dennis Allen exclusively. He gets to blame because he's a shitty head coach. But, but the thing about it is this is supposed to be Mickey Loomis who's judging it. These kind of asinine comparisons that Loomis was making to some of the greatest coaches in NFL history. He put Dennis Allen up there with him. He sees Dennis Allen like some type of Sean Payton character. No, he's not. And for him to believe that something is critically wrong, because no general manager that's word is salt that knows how to evaluate talent will look at Dennis Allen and say, Dennis Allen is going to be a Sean Payton type coach that he's going to have the same success as a Sean Payton would. Nobody believes that. Nobody. Because I know Dennis Allen's skill set, and he does not have what a Tom Landry has or a Sean Payton has or any of these Hall of Fame, Bill Belichick. He don't have that stuff. And for Loomis to say that, that is absolutely amazingly stupid. Or my bad, stupid. That is just all out of the box crazy. Anyway, we're going to get into it, man. But y'all seeing what I've been talking about. Y'all seeing what I've been. I'm going to offer some analysis on it. But shout out to uh, John Sigler. He had a great article uh, in a tracker about the Saints instant analysis on uh, uh, the Saints interview requests and coaching staff. It's kind of like a tracker. 
right here that he's providing. So shout out to him. And I, you know, I've been chatting him out a lot because he's been doing a wonderful job keeping the heat on Dennis Allen. We need that. And like I said, for the first time in a long time, we really do have a solid core of reporters. Shout out to Mike Triplett with the questions today. We got to give these people shots out because that'll motivate them to keep answering these questions because these guys listen to these broadcasts. They monitor these broadcasts, man. So you got to give them a shout out when you let them know that we support you because you're in there keeping it real. You're asking these questions that we want to know. And they're writing these articles. John Sigler has been putting the heat to Dennis Allen since he's been here. He's not been agreciating to Dennis Allen and writing fluff. He's telling it like it is, and he's keeping it real. And when they do that, you support these guys. You share the articles. You, you, you big up them, and you support their endeavors. When they telling the truth and keeping it real, you support them. You don't, you don't support a Mike Hoss. Who's a who's brown nose and, and kissing ass? You don't support him. You re, you pull support back from from some weakness like that, and you support the guys that are doing the job the way that it's supposed to be done. I'm telling you what time it is, and these guys are doing that. Like you remember back in the day, Pete uh, a Finney, Pete Finney from back in the day used to write those Saints articles for Times Picking You. That was a legend. He was in there writing those articles and keeping it real. And these guys operate in the spirit of Pete Finney. They're writing these articles when most of them other guys was white writing fluff and these kiss ass articles to ingratiate themselves to the saints. These guys are landing down and they keeping it real. So shout out to you. I salute you guys for what you've been doing. All right. So anyway, and 2024 off season kicked into earnest. And this is some of the uh, requests of the, uh, with Dennis Allen uh, and trying to rebuild his staff, his staff and looking for upgrades. You know, they got rid of Pete Carmichael. So, who could be lining up for some of these positions? Now, this is, this, this is not just people that they pulling out of a hat somewhere. These are actually people that the Saints have interview requests for or have had interviewed. Saints request interview with Bengals QB coach Dan Pitcher. January the 7th, Pitcher is well regarded for helping the Bengals head coach Zach Taylor manage the clock in difficult situational football. He's done a good job preparing backups like Jake Browning to start when Joe Burrow has missed time. He's a former scout with years of pro coaching experience. So Pitcher is a guy the Saints request an interview to, or from, rather, right? Saints request interview with Rams QB coach Zach Robinson. Robinson's a respected Sean McVay assistant who has worked well on the Rams staff in a couple of different roles. He guided the Rams quarterback room through some difficult injury situations over the years thanks to his intimate understanding of one of the best offenses in the NFL Saints request interview with Seahawks OC Shane Waldron Waldron is the best qualified candidate on the list so far he's an experienced play caller who checks a lot of boxes doing things well that Saints fans have been begging for like the effective use of play action in motion he comes from the McVeigh tree so the Saints looking outside of the Sean Payton window for somebody to bring a different style of offense now this could just be we know ultimately John Gruden is the guy that they're looking at. And of course the Saints are going to throw a multiple different, you know, group of candidates at the offensive coordinator position, but will they treat this serious or is just, just window dressing or it's just something that they're going through like they did when they were looking at offensive coordinators before, uh, you know, and they had the enemy down here for eight hours. And then he thought he was going to be a coach and they offered them offensive coordinator job. 
or is you know is this a serious look or is this just window dressing and then they bring John Gruden around the back door and say we looked at the candidates and Gruden's the best guy we know that Derek Carr wants Gruden to be here but Gruden is fighting a case with the NFL how does that end up so you know that is a bit of of some issue that we have to be looking out for as well all right brother Marvin thank you sir for the super chat for the show thank you bro appreciate you man Yeah, that's what we're looking at. Is this merely is this window dressing these these guys? Because they're interesting candidates, to be honest with you, or if the Saints is really serious about it before they say, uh, you know, we looked at and we decided that we're going to go with Mr. John Gruden because John Gruden is the best candidate for us. Not because, Derek, you know, Derek Carr wants him, you know, and Derek Carr obviously gets whatever he wants from the Saints organization. Right. You know, so we'll see. But once again, uh, let's keep it pushing, fam. Let's move now into it. I just wanted to share some game with you about that. Let's now kind of move into this Mickey Loomis thing. My goodness, man. I don't know what to say about this whole Mickey Loomis thing. I'm just going to keep it real with you. Uh, We're going to get into it and start playing it. Uh, Y'all guys, uh, let me know in the description section. I mean, uh, well, just let me know in the comment section if y'all can hear about putting one. Here we go. Do a lot of detail. It's just, you know, uh, DA and, and uh, we just as an organization decided that we needed to change. And Pete's a fantastic coach. Uh, been with us for, you know, 17, 18 years, done a lot of really, really good things, but we just felt like we needed to change. What about the offense? Do you feel like dictated that change? Yeah, I just, you know, again, we just felt like we, we can perform better and, and, uh, yeah, we need a change in that area. Yeah, again, I think, you know, I'm not going to get into anything specific because I think <clears throat> all uh, three of those guys are good coaches, did a lot of good things. But uh, I think in the assessment we needed, you know, felt like we needed something a little different. What was your overall take on this? Yeah, it looks, uh, you know, I think that um, I think our expectations were higher collectively. Um, you know, we had some games that stepped away from us and, and a couple we didn't perform in well. And just, you know, it's a variety of reasons. That's all. So when you look at a season, you look at you know, um, how you perform. There's so many variables and, you know, it just wasn't good enough ultimately. Did, we didn't achieve what uh, our expectations. Well, let me tell you something. Number one is sorry, and I, like I said, fam, I'm sorry I've had some internet issues. I was dealing with the screen, but stream it looked like everything that ironed itself out. So I, I apologize for that. But listen, this is bizarre, very bizarre. The way Mickey Loomis opened up this thing, and listen, you're talking about somebody that studies Miss Mickey Loomis, got his voice. And I'm like, oh, I tell you, we we kind of had something going on. You know, I got all this going on. So I, I kind of study his mannerisms, how he behaves. The way he behaved in his press conference was very bizarre. It was it was totally out of the norm, the type of stuff that he was saying. Now, listen, they'll say this in the way it comes out. If you watch Mickey Loomis's face, nothing that he said, he believes. Or if he, he's serious about it, what I mean by that is when, he, when we're not satisfied. Well, listen, during the season, 
why didn't you do something at the time to stop this as opposed to sit on your ass the whole year? Why didn't you stop it? He did nothing but lambaste the reporters that told you you wasn't qualified and berate the, the family members and the supporters of the team because we were pushing on Mickey Loomis to do something while he had the time and he did nothing. I just want to keep that energy consistent with what's going on with this message because at the end of the day, they failed, failed because of mismanagement and inactivity by the general manager. Now, listen, Dennis Allen never won anything in his life as a head coach before. You do not take the same way or the path when you've seen him fail miserably last year by your inactivity. You don't do then do the same thing in the second year. He did not go in there and force Dennis Allen or lean on him to change his offensive staff. If he did it, he would have changed it. While we were saying, hey, do something about this offense while you have the time. And Loomis did absolutely nothing. He did nothing about it. Nothing. And now at the end of the season, you want to scapegoat Pete Carmichael, who at the back end got the offense going. They started scoring points, but all of a sudden he's gone now. He's not good enough. He's gone. Why didn't you do something about it during the season when you had the chance? That's the whole point about this whole exercise. And we, it's not good enough. It's not, of course, it's not good enough. You lost. You're nine and eight. And Dennis Allen is not a good head coach. He is not. And this whole bizarre thing with Mickey Loomis sitting up there on his ass smacking gum that's totally unprofessional. He's sitting up there chewing that gum loud as hell. He ain't nothing but a goddamn billy goat up there chewing and could you imagine me sitting up there chewing bubble gum while I'm doing the broadcast just all this bull no what dude what's going on here what is going on? This is totally unprofessional. And then his body language, his, his mannerism, all of this is crazy. Almost like this dude was is off his meds. Something is wrong. And this is why he doesn't need to be in control of being no general manager. This was totally ridiculous. This was unprofessional. It was undignified. It was totally ridiculous. It was awful. And, uh, and it gets worse. But this is terrible. This I'm, I'm a minute and 50 seconds into this damn thing, man. I don't even think I'm going to be able to make it through all the way. Three straight years now of missing the playoffs, and there was, a, I think, a study posted yesterday that you guys had the oldest roster in the entire NFL based on snaps played this year. Is there a feeling that uh, you, you guys were going for a certain window with, with a lot of core players and, and the state of the NFC South, and, and maybe that needs to be rethought now? No. I Listen, I see some of those stats sometimes, and I think that, look, you got to look beyond just – whatever the raw number is and look at, you know, the core of your team. Um, and look, a couple guys can skew that. Yeah. So I, I don't look at that. Number one, listen, man, that's ridiculous. No, how could you skew the statistic that the team is one of the oldest teams in the, in the, in the NFL. They're right. The Saints are one of the oldest teams in the NFL. There's no way to miscue that. There's not, there's, you can't miscue that. So even simple fact points that speak to the team is within the window. The reporters are trying to set a frame. They're trying to frame it up a certain type of way where they're trying to let you know 
that you have one of the oldest teams in the game, which is basically telling you that you have a small window of opportunity for this team to be functional, for it to be a winning team, which was two to three years. You're at the three-year window mark. So the guy's making mention of that. He's talking about the older players like the Cars, the, the, the Mario Davis, the Cam Jordans, the Tyron Matthews. They're not saying that they're defunct, but he's speaking in terms of having one of the oldest teams in the game, which is that at some point that becomes a detriment because Father Time wins anyway, eventually. He's undefeated. So it's just, I see that, and a couple of guys can skew that. Crazy, man. Insane. I mean, this is this is going to get worse, fam. I think Mick is screwing up my internet. They don't want to listen to this bullshit. That's what's going on here, man. I, I, and I ain't mad at that like we're an old team. I really don't. As far as the development uh, with Trevor Penning, yeah. do you think it could be maybe take the same course as Andrews Pete? Where I don't know if he's going to work out in tackle, but uh, we think he can be a starting offensive lineman. You might have to play guard. I know back in a day like Joe. How you if you chew gum and he got a big nasty wad of it in his mouth for him to be smacking on it like that, he takes a squig of water or drink or whatever's in that cup. That takes the flavor out of the gum. So shouldn't you at least spit the gum out at some point? <laughs> I'm just saying, man, for my gum chewers out there, you drinking a drink or a water or whatever you drinking with the gum, the gum don't have no flavor. You literally washed all the flavor. So you just get this big nasty ass chunk of gum in his mouth, just chewing on it. Billy goat. They're just as ridiculous, man. We we become fastly laughing stocks. Yeah, I, look, I think I think with any offensive lineman, you know, and there's some other positions where this is applicable too. You know, you you make an assessment and a vision of where you have them, and if that doesn't work out, you know, you look at their strengths and weaknesses. Say maybe we can we can place them there. I I think with Trevor, look, we didn't do him any favors. Um, you know, he comes as a rookie, he gets hurt. You know, he, he misses 10 games. We play him the back half of that season, um, primarily in a jumbo role, and he did some good things, and then he gets hurt, and he has no offseason, and then we throw him in there as the starter, you know, week one. I, listen, I think I think a lot of that falls on us in terms of, you know, where he was and what he was ready to do. And so um, I'm still pretty high on uh, Trevor Penning. I think we all are. But we recognize that, hey, look, we've got we've got to do a better job in terms of development and preparing him to be ready. Uh, and I think we'll do that this offseason. I think we'll have a good plan for him. Okay, I don't have too much to say about that. I actually don't have too much to say about that. That was actually pretty uh, accurate. With yeah. Um, look, here's what I think. I think sometimes, you know, the easy thing to do, the lazy thing to do is look at the results of a season and say, ah, oh, it's a coach's fault or it's the quarterback's fault. I think oftentimes you have to look beyond that. Um, well, I was, I would just look, I was prepared for this question, right? <laughs> Chuck Knoll, his first three years, Hall of Fame coach, he was one and 13, five and nine, six and eight. But they recognize that this guy's a good football coach, right? Bill Belichick, here's his first three seasons, six. Bill Belichick, this dude sitting up there, this dude full of something, man. He, I know he full. It's in 10, 7 and 9, 7 and 9. Tom Landry. Oh. Stop it right there, man. My internet can't deal with the BS. Let me tell you something, bro. 
look at his face when he's saying that. He don't believe that crap. Nobody in their right mind will compare Dennis Allen to Tom Landry, Bill Belichick. This guy is full of it, man. He full of BS and full of something. I don't know. Mickey owns something, man. I don't know what's going on. But none of this makes sense. And I always told y'all, he does this thing when he does what I call the stat prattling. When he takes dumbass stats and try to prove some BS point, and it usually falls extremely flat. The statistics that he's saying is ridiculous. He's prepared for it. He actually prepared and came, actually thought about that and said, I was ready for this question. Listen here. Tom Landry, 0-12. Dennis Allen, 7-10. and 10. You see what I'm going Bill Belichick. Oh, well. See all those guys. Hall of Fame. So you're saying that uh, Dennis Allen is, is Bill Belichick? Oh, no, I'm just saying they started off that way, and you can see they turned it around. We got to go behind. Bro, let me tell you something. The NFL does not activate this way. It doesn't work this way. It do not. It's, it's an extremely competitive league where if you don't win, you are gone. Look at what the Philadelphia Eagles are going through with their coach who just took them to a Super Bowl a year ago. Now, that's an extreme model, but at the same time, it is a clear example of how extremely competitive it is in the NFL to keep a head coaching job. Now, the reason why it's working like that in New Orleans is because of this guy. We could talk about Dennis Allen to the heels. We already know what Dennis Allen is and what he is not. We've already broke him down. We've totally psychologized, you know, just had a, a look at him. From the inside out, we know what this guy is, and he is not it. He is, you know what, but he is not it. But this dude here is, look at his face. Do this dude look like he's competent? I mean, you know, this is something wrong here, man. You know, it's something wrong. He off his meds, something going on here, bro. 